Thought-provoking? No question. Informative? You bet. This is Talk of the Town on News Talk 1290 CJBK. And welcome back. I'm Ken Van Lith filling in for uh, Jim Chapman. We're at 17,430 megawatts. That's what we're using right now, which is being met. Apparently today we have uh, almost 21,000 available, but it's not uh, nearly as hot as it's going to be. Uh, it's actually going to be interesting to see what happens at 5 o'clock this afternoon when uh, uh, when we start to get into uh, peak demand times. Left, right, and center. This is uh, That's what this uh, part of the program is. And as usual, uh, Bob Metz with us, Freedom Party. Again. Hello, how are you? Nice and to meet you. Jeff Schlemmer from uh, Neighborhood Legal Services. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Uh, last half hour, um, and, and, and I'm inviting people to call back in over what we talked about in the last half, and that was that was dealing with uh, well decriminalization of marijuana laws, so you don't so you don't end up end up with a record if you've got thirty grams or less, or do we just Legal, By the way, do we do we just legalize? Let me, let me just toss the phone numbers out. Six four three twelve ninety and star twelve ninety on the Rogers AT and T cellular network. Uh, my take on it um, was that, and it, I believe that if you legalize it, uh, you put the black market out of business. Um, you control the quantity uh, quality, uh, and you also can tax the living daylights out of it. Well, I wouldn't consider all those virtues, especially the last one there, or the regulation one. Mm -hmm. um, I think that the people in the black market prefer it illegal, and that's the way they, the way they like it. They don't pay taxes on it. Mm -hmm. uh, they get tax, you know, the, the tax-free money. They have a high value on it. But the thing about prohibition is that prohibition is all about monopoly, or, or and even regulation is about monopoly. So. Do we want the government to monopolize um, alcohol, cigarettes? Well, uh, the thing about marijuana. prohibition was that it didn't work because people. I mean, you, you look back to uh, the prohibition of alcohol. It was it was a miserable failure well, no, because no. people were making well, it in their basement. Well, that it worked for it worked for the uh, for the monopolist. A lot of gangsters got started during yeah. prohibition. Okay, and that's who that's who prohibition was made for. Right. And that's why the top gangsters and drug czars and everyone are always in cahoots with the local politicians. And then they go around and they push, oh, we want prohibition, you know. That's, I've mentioned many times, you know, that that's what The Godfather was about, eh? mm -hmm. uh, where Marlon Brando was the only good guy in that scenario because he was the only one that didn't want to get into the heavy drug market. But the police did, the governments did, and all mm -hmm. the other competition did. And that's how that's the way it works. You want to jump in? Uh, well, sure. I guess as far as generally speaking, whether we should be decriminalizing or, or legalizing, and uh, of course there is a huge difference, a difference between them, is uh, that I think that as Canadians, we like baby steps. So uh, we're sort of <laughs> coming to grips with the idea of, uh, well, okay, maybe we could move from where we are because uh, it seems that the majority of Canadians are sort of buying the idea that this this uh, strict ban right now just isn't the way to go. That it's funny that you know people talk about how well it's not a big deal the way it is right now, but I, I was reading somewhere that apparently the number of convictions for possession last year in Canada was the highest it's ever been, mm -hmm. that it's not that the police are leaving it go, that, uh, that they are going after it. And uh, as one of your callers mentioned earlier, that uh, if you're convicted, you're not going to the States, you know, you've got all kinds of problems mm -hmm. if you're convicted. So I think we're sort of moving along on it, but to say to go legalization, I don't think, I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> all right, let's take some calls. 643-1290 and star 1290 on the Rogers AT&T cellular network. Uh, let's get started with Mike Heyer on News Talk 1290. And, and good morning. Good Hi morning, there. gentlemen. Morning. Hello. What I want to do is just pass a couple of comments and then I'll and then I'll put the phone down and let and let me hear what you say okay 
Uh, first of all, it's ironic that the government is 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 trying to get all of us to butt out in Canada because it's it's um, it's not very healthy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, blah blah blah. But they're saying on then on the other hand, but look, go ahead and smoke the pot as long as we don't see you. You know, you know, wink, wink. Um, you know, you won't be fined or anything. Um, I think it's all about the government uh, becoming eventually the, the the drug lord. You're absolutely and they right. Will they will. Uh, legalize it, you know, down the road, they will do this. I'm positive of it. And they want to make sure their market's there. They don't care about me and they don't care about you guys. What they care about is the money. That's all they care about. Now, I'll I'll hang up and listen to your comments if you can comment, please. All right, Mike, thanks for the call. No, I agree. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. I, I agree with Mike entirely. Um, uh, matter of fact, uh, when I was on Jim Chapman's show on the cable show, I, I pointed out how the government, um, that's why they made the laws stronger, by the way. For the big dealers, the people above 30 grams, we forget mm-hmm. about that. We mm-hmm. haven't weakened the law, we've strengthened it. But we want to keep the market in place because when the government takes over, then they've got their market already made for them. But the issue is much more fundamental than that. Governments should not be in the business of telling people what substances they can put in their body or anything they do with their body. I find it ironic But I mean, don't, that, that, we're, that we're talking about yeah. gay marriage at a time when the police are downtown still busting people for communicating for sexual purposes mm-hmm. while the rest of the government's but, trying to legalize some drugs, but prohibit that, others. But doesn't that fall under the category of, of protecting the public? I mean, don't they? That, that, From themselves? Does, no, but doesn't government have a role to play in yes. you know keeping drugs? Out of the hands of, of small children, yes. for example. Yes, absolutely. So and has a, and it has a role that. to play in keeping one person from harming another. That's mm-hmm. a totally legitimate role. That's and, and the reason the government has that right is because you and I as individuals mm-hmm. have the right. But I don't have the right to go to your home and say to you, you can't smoke that pot, you can't stick that needle in your arm. You what right do I have to go to you and say, I can lock you up? I, this is a moral. How can you put a person in jail, a human being, for smoking this little piece of weed. How retarded can we be? How evil a society have we become that we can look at our fellow human being and because we disagree with some minor aspect of his lifestyle that yeah. we think we can jail, fine, imprison, or regulate him. That's that, that's beyond the pale. I just don't understand it. Jeff? Stop with the weasel words. Yeah. Around. <laughs> well, I'm, Tell us I, what you it's think. A, it, it's, it's evil and the consequences of evil are always yeah. evil. Even well, though I, it's promoted by all the do-gooders. Yeah, you know, well, that's what I, well, I guess the, the thing to, to bear in mind here is that uh, I don't know that the government has got the, the motive that uh, the caller suggested in the sense that basically what the government is saying is they want to be less involved than they are now in the sense that they're heavily involved in this sort of war on drugs uh, that again there's all kinds of, of uh, lots and lots of money being spent on on police uh, on lawyers on courts you name it on uh, interdiction sort of services uh, look at the United States and their war on drugs billions and billions of dollars have been spent on this and I think what government is essentially saying is uh, this is too expensive. <laughs> we want to back out and spend time on things that seem to society to be a bigger priority. And the question always is, is things are changing all the time. And as they change, how does a government sort of keep laws consistent with what the public think? Because you can't have laws generally that most of the public don't agree with. That's why prohibition didn't work out, I think. So I think well, that, that and particularly the liberals who govern by polls, I think say things seem to be shifting on marijuana. Mm-hmm. We need to change the laws to be more consistent with what the average person thinks. Let's head back to the phones. We've got uh, Gloria next. Hi, you're on News Talk 1290 CJBK. Hi, how are you this morning? Good, thanks. Um, yes, I'm... Um I'm for legalizing it only for medicinal purposes. And uh, <clears throat> I was uh, involved with someone who ended up being incarcerated years ago. And him and his friends, uh, you know, they started on marijuana. 
but because they were young and they wanted to experience a, a higher high, um, they got into the the heavy duty drugs, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, you know, personally experienced it that way, and that's uh, okay. Gloria, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Suppose I have a joint today. <clears throat> How long would you put me in jail for? I'm I'm smoking it for pleasure, not for medical purposes, which is your uh, approval point, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm so say I'm smoking it for pleasure purposes. What are you going to do to me? And by what right? Oh, I'm not saying put you in jail for smoking pot. Well, th- but when you're saying you that... only believe in legalizing for medical purposes, that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You're, you can't say anything Well, I, I, I guess because um, I think some people perhaps may be more vulnerable than others to, as my former uh, boyfriend was, um, where the high from the pot wasn't enough. So they wanted to experience something higher. And they admitted to me. They admitted that, you know, that's what they wanted. But you can't blame that on the pot. The fact that the pot wasn't what they liked doesn't make the pot bad. If they could have stayed there, then then, then it wouldn't have been a problem. That would be yeah, the sign of an true, addictive personality. Right. And some, may, and some may not. Some others may do the same Absolutely. thing. I think everyone who tries any of the hard drugs has gone from cigarettes through pot, through alcohol, yeah. through anything. But you can't blame them. It's, it's not a pathway. It's just people going through different doors mm-hmm. and not liking door number one, two, or three, but they're liking door number four. Gloria, I'm going to have to leave it there. Thanks yep. very much. For Thank the call. You. Let's move on to who we got next. Uh, Mike, you're up next on News Talk 1290 CJBK. Mike, number two. Hi, how are you guys doing today? Good, thanks. Good. Um, yeah, I just got a couple comments there, and I'll and I'll let it be at that. Um, I just wanted to uh, to say to all these people out there that are, you know, so dead set against smoking marijuana for for any reason really, um, that you know you've got child rapists, murderers out there that are getting three to five years and getting out again. You know what I mean? And someone who's growing a few plants in his backyard for, you know, his enjoyment, uh, you know, is getting 14 years. I mean, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as far as Gloria is concerned with her, you know, her experience, you know, that's sad that that happened to her. But, uh, you know, I've been a pot smoker for 10 years and I don't touch any other drug. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's all a personal experience. And I, I think, uh, excuse me. I think people just need to, uh, you know, lighten up and realize that, you know, it is just a weed and, you know, there's really is no harm from smoking or, it other than, you know, the... Well, it's the smoke yeah, itself. Uh, yeah, I mean, lighten up or, or, or spark it up. Uh, yeah, Bill, thanks for the call. That's why I think it's... Uh, I think that was Mike. But, but, oh, Mike, uh, sorry, Mike. Uh, Bill's next. Yes. Um, one of the funny things I was hearing is people complaining about pot being made stronger. Well, that makes it healthier. Because when it's stronger, you smoke less of it. You talk to any pot smoker that when he gets really weak pot, he smokes a ton of it to get the same high. And that's the danger to health, is Mm -hmm. smoking. And don't let anybody tell you that pot is harmless. It is not. Uh, Pot can give you emphysema. It can give you all sorts of diseases, just like smoking. Strangely enough, it's not associated with cancer. They don't know why. Um, but that's still something to be discovered. I think right there, that's worth looking into. Like, how come not, you know? I've got to take a break, but when we come back, uh, I want to throw this one into the mix. Um... Is there anything to be worried about about uh, uh, what the United States thinks about what we're doing? Because they've been threatening to hold stuff up at the border and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, numbers to call, 643-1290 and star 1290 on the Rogers AT&T Cellular Network. I'm Kenny Van Lith filling in for Jim Chapman. This is Left, Right, and Center on News Talk 1290 CJBK. Left, Right, and Center, we're talking about decriminalizing marijuana, legalizing marijuana, what exactly is it that we're afraid of? Well, we're afraid of what the United States might do 
uh, perhaps. Uh, 6431290 and Star1290 and the Rogers AT&T uh, cellular network. I mean, Jeff, should we be concerned about uh, what the Americans think? I think that we have to... to pay attention to what they think, but we don't have to automatically cave in uh, to, to what they think. And, and right now, they have a very ideologically right-wing uh, government, and uh, things things sort of go back and forth, although generally they're certainly right of where we are. But I, I always think back to uh, the 60s when, when Canada decided that they would accept draft dodgers from the United States, and I think that must have really upset them because they've got a war going on. Uh, anybody who doesn't feel like fighting the war can just go to Canada and get sanctuary. And I'm thinking, boy, if there was ever a time for trade sanctions, and uh, going ballistic and threats and all that stuff, that would have been it. Because essentially, you know, how do you get people to fight if they know they can just scoot across the border mm-hmm. at Windsor? Uh, and yet we seem to survive that and come through it. And, and I think that people need to bear in mind that the states, you know, they bluff and bluster and all that stuff. But at some level, they recognize that they're a different country. And they do back off. Uh, I actually had written a letter to the editor back when they first made the threat that they were going to tighten up the borders if we uh, legalized uh, or decriminalized marijuana. And I'm thinking, geez, you know, if Al Qaeda wasn't enough to make them tighten up the borders, you know, it's a potent Canadian pot from BC. Now, now we're really not kidding, boy. Like it's a deal with 9/11, but boy, marijuana, my God. You know. So, like, the, you yeah. know, obviously they've tightened about as much as they're going to tighten, and uh, they've also had some reverses lately as far as some trade sanctions that they imposed. Uh, and I can't remember, I can't remember what it's now. It lumber, Cor- yeah, it's lumber. lumber, yeah. So some of the things they've been doing, they've been sort of slapped down for. So I think that that will sort of rein them in somewhat. But we're going to hear a lot of bluster yeah. out of the states for sure. Let's head back to the phones. We've got uh, two bills standing by. Let's start with bill number one. Hi, Bill. How are you? I'm good, sir. I just want to make a comment. Uh, what are our societies coming to when uh, certain elements of our society will go down and stand in front of the Metropolitan Toronto Police Station and small cup marijuana, and there's nothing they can do about it? What are they going to do next? That's all I have to say. Uh, I, I know you're referring to Mark Emery, and I know Mark Emery, and Mark is trying desperately to get himself in front of uh, the court in he every province because that's where he wants to get busted. And by the way, he got busted, he got charged, and he's going to take his case to the Supreme Court. What else do you want to have done with him? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, he feels every bit as violated as maybe some other people feel by, by him doing this in what, public. What you know? are we afraid of? Well, well if somebody says to me that the police have a certain number of, of officers and they're going to spend the time of that officers that day looking for uh, murderers of children instead of uh, prosecuting people for possession of marijuana. I don't see that as a, what is the world coming to? Oh my God, it's in the world. I think, well, that mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, I can tell you why Mark Emery got into, into this whole business because he, de- he never even touched pot till he was well into his adult years. And the reason was, as in every war, we know the first victim is the truth. And he started importing literature about marijuana, telling people the truth about yeah, it. City Lights Bookstore. City Lights Bookstore, and he was yeah. being busted for it. And then he started realizing that the whole war on drugs, like any other war, is predicated and based on lies, 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 mm-hmm. lies, 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 lies. As we discovered from the, the top down. Yes, <laughs> and and it's very you know from reefer madness on to the you know Mark went and investigated all of the uh, the the. Uh, parliamentary history and found out that the prohibition of drugs never had anything to do with drugs. It was always race-based, trying mm-hmm. to get rid of some Chinese immigrants, some Chinese yeah. immigrants yeah. something like that. It's it's a hideous history, and people still support it. Well, let's take uh, another quick call uh, from Bill, and we'll move on to another topic. Hi, Bill. You're on Newstalk 1290 CJBK. Hi. <clears throat> Enjoy your program. Thank you. Uh, I just think there's a big point that's missed by all the people pro and con who argue one way and the other about pot. For the last hundred odd years, we introduced tobacco 
and now we then we gradually de- developed a huge, huge mon- monumental cost in the healthcare system for for uh, cancer, for uh, uh, all types of breathing diseases, and so on. And it isn't so. I'm I'm against uh, them legalizing pot. For that reason, not from any moralistic. Well, standpoint. you know, well, you could, given given the given what uh, given the, the social problems with alcohol, do we turn back the clock and say no more alcohol? Too? No, no. Wait a minute. You can't turn back the clock. That's obvious. But why compound the problem? Like we we have alcohol and we have tobacco, and they've they've become terrible problems for our society for health. Now we're looking gleefully at introducing a third item. Well, well, it's already there. It's the second largest industry. The carbonaceous material. Because well, the thing too, all though, kinds of lung it, hang, problems. Hang on, hang on, hang on a second, Bill. Well, that I, I think you're assuming that if it's decriminalized, that use will go up quite a bit. And and I know that if it's decriminalized, that I don't think I would start smoking it. And I don't think you would. It reminds me of uh, it's been ten years. It's hard to believe now since uh, Ontario legalized toplessness. And uh, at the time, we were all worried that oh my God, what's going to happen? Well, who was, nothing, who, not, who was worried about that? Nothing happened. <laughs> no curiosity. I don't, no, nobody not. changed the behavior concerned. based on that. So I, I don't know. I, I suspect that if it's decriminalized, I don't think that that a lot of people would change their behavior. You know. The, the issue with pot, too, is that it can be, they actually have smokeless pipes. They actually have, you can eat it, you can cook it, you can make tea out of it. Uh, um, you know, right. it can be ingested in many ways. So if smoking is your only objection, then how do you legit, legitimize well, getting rid of pot just on the smoking? Well, it, well it's almost as bad with hemp. Uh, my, my friend's father grows hemp mm-hmm. uh, up around Meaford, and he, uh, he presses it into, into hemp oil. He right. said that you wouldn't believe the hoops you have to jump through and you, people don't smoke hemp. You make clothing out of, of it. You make oil out of it. Make best rope you know, in the British know, Navy. Exactly. And, and, and it's, it's, it's just incredible, the rules and regulations that you have to jump through, uh, the hoops you have to go just to grow hemp. Well, you want to know the irony. When the U.S. government first banned hemp and marijuana in 1937, two years later, when the war broke out, they forced farmers to grow it. And they were forced to grow it under regulations. And you can still get... Uh, the government uh, created movies and, and shorts to show you how to grow marijuana effectively, mm-hmm. and they sure knew well, all fact, about I it. Remember a couple years ago, at uh, the Lambton uh, Museum, there was a display about a government program in the 40s again to encourage farmers to grow hemp. And again, it was because they needed the rope for the navy. Uh, so it goes back and forth. Yeah, right. Anything else you want to talk about? Now that we're down to four no, minutes, I think the world four minutes. Yeah, we can really analyze the whole situation. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, by the way, well. if you want to hit another subject, a quick one, just this gay marriage thing. I think that yeah. the issue is just get rid of that word marriage because it has a definition. You know, I went and looked it up. It means a legal contract entered into by a man and a woman to live together as husband and wife. Now, if we change that definition, I want to know. What's the word husband going to be changed to? What's the word wife going to mean? Human. In a gay marriage. Human and human. In a gay marriage, which one's the husband? Which one's the wife? In a lesbian marriage, which one's the husband? Which one's the wife? Does it matter? Why, why can't I say, well, part, why can't I say partner? Yeah, legislation has now been made made sort of... You uh, can say that. That's fine. Neutral. Like most... The laws were all changed several years ago, not but, based on this case, but based on another case where they said that government... The, the way government treats people can't be different based on sexual orientation. I think that, you know... You, you, no, it doesn't end, say that. I'm sorry. It says based on sex, no, not on sex, sexual no, orientation. No, it is sexual orientation. No, no, we went through all this with that. my spouse in the house case, and the you question sure? is the definition of who spouses are for social I think, benefits. I think now the judges says, are interpreting it as that. Together. No, no, that's what the laws were all changed to say based on, I think it was the Reen decision out of Alberta. How long ago was that? Oh, three or four years ago. It's like, this, this 
this case was fought three or four years ago, and it was over then. Once it was, this was a tag end left over. But having said that, I think you might be onto something, and that is that uh, uh, that I think it's Peter McKay right now is proposing to simply take the word marriage out of out of law altogether. And I want to. Say, I want to have. If a... somebody wants to have, like you know, if you want to have something that's recognized by government, you go down and you fill out a form, and it's a civil union, and that's what it is. So if you want to have a marriage, regardless whether you're heterosexual or what, right? But if whatever. you want to have a marriage, that churches deal with marriage, and uh, and and uh, you can continue to call whatever you want a marriage through a church. And people need to bear in mind that uh, the government has kept its nose out of churches, and the Catholic Church is the best example where they have hugely different rules for women than for men, among them that women can't be priests. The government has and never criticized that. And that's why we have a that. separate education system. The Human system, Rights eh? Commission ah. has never criticized that. Nobody has ever criticized that in government. So they don't have to worry that uh, by making this change that suddenly churches are going to be forced to have same-sex marriages. That is not well, I don't think that I don't, I don't even think that's an issue. My, the fundamental issue is an epistemological one. It's about definitions. If you change a definition of marriage, then what new word do we need to describe, quote, a legal contract entered into by a man and a woman to live together as husband and wife. Nothing. We still you, need you a just word. Take it out of the statutes. You know, when I started practicing, no, no, I still think about it. All over the place. Think about it. I need a word to describe that the, concept well, you because may be it exists. You can't always have what you want, but if you try sometime, <laughs> you might just get what you need. <laughs> but what I have right now is, a, is peace and a way of administering government programs, and also a way of people recognizing religious uh, ceremonies like marriage that are important to them. You're so missing the whole point, Jeff. You're off on you're off on Mars right now. That's not the point. The point. Yeah. The problem is, as a lawyer, I look to you the law. Sure well, people seem to be upset because this is a legal thing. Well, it's, it's like, not. well, take the law out of it. If it's you not legal. Religious it's not a moral stuff, issue. That's great. Go for that. It's a basic issue of identity. Words are sacred. They have distinct meanings. Nah, words are and not when you sacred. take, it's just like actor and actress. Words we still need the concept of female actor. When we took the Latin out of the law, yeah. it didn't change the substance of the law. It was just what we called things. You're always no thinking about the law. I'm thinking about the ability of the human mind to think. That's why people are upset. They're they're having their identity attacked. Though. Fundamentally, you need words, you, though. You need words, yeah, Jeff. Know, That's but again, the point. Definitions That's change the, all the time. Law often no, they definitions don't. in law are Jeff, different definitions than the definitions do not you and I think of. Negligence, for instance, means something totally different in tort law than it does to you and me standing on a sidewalk. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. People, people who want something for nothing always fabricate words. But definitions <laughs> do not change. They re have to relate to reality. No, I would disagree. I would disagree with you, Bob, because words do change. A gay, a hundred years ago, did not mean what gay means today. No, but gay it's still, man, gay man it still also means what it meant a hundred yeah. years ago. You can still apply that meaning to it. Sure, some yeah. words have multiple meanings. That's mm -hmm. a not that's not the issue. But what? the issue is if there's something that exists in nature, if it's a table, you need a word for it. And if somebody takes that word away from you, you can't talk about but tables. But what the court's saying and is that's that the objective. As long as we have a law that says the movement right now to get rid of the word marriage, whatever you yeah. call it for one, you got to call it for everybody. As long as we do that, I think the court's happy. All right, we're done. That was wow. fast. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> uh, Bob Metz from the Freedom Party and also Jeff Schlemmer from Neighborhood Legal Services. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll see you, we'll see you see next you week. Uh, you've been listening to Left, Right, and Center here on News Talk 1290 CJBK.